Hey guys, welcome back to the Prehistoric Life Podcast. And today in Sauropod Month, we are doing the Brachytrachylopin. I think I butchered that. The Brachytrachylopin. And if you don't believe me, this is the pronunciation. Here's a video of the pronunciation. Brachytrachylopan. 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 There you go. Brachytrachylopan. 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 I do not see anything on the, the way this thing sounds. Pedaling time. Nope. Brachytrachylopan. Okay, so Brachytrachylopan is a short neck sauropod, as you can see. It's got, a f actually, it's one of the very few sauropods, same family as Nigerosaurus, um, that has a shorter neck. That tends to be lower to the ground. They tend to have a flat bill, kind of like this. <coughs> but uh, Brachytrapalopon has the... It seems like its hind legs are higher up than its rear legs, or uh, front legs. Probably so it can lift itself up. Uh, as you can see, it has the flat bill-like face. Similar to a Hadrosaur, actually. I think this is the in some kind of in-between species of... Hadrosaurid and um, sauropod to where they kind of morphed, if that makes sense. It's got the long whip tail. It's got the big old bulking legs. It's got a very short neck and it actually has spines down, spines down its neck. The pronunciation in here. Brachytrachy eel open brachytrachylopin okay um it was about 9.84 feet tall on average it was weighed about 7.5 tons and it was about 32.81 feet tall so not that large but still pretty large its diet was ferns leaves bushes berries Probably flowers, too, if it could get its teeth on it. Its fossils were found in Argentina in the Chubutu province of Caxedon Calcinor Formation. Is a largest medium herbivore. This is actually a sauropod. Uh, it lived in herds of 7-ish to 12-ish. Lived in rainforest, jungles, forest, roof forests. <laughs> Probably in swamps, uh, what would you call it? Flooded land, things like that. Probably, um, it uses whip-like tail for defense. It was named by O. W. M. Ruhun, K. Realms, and R. Fetchner, G. Clattery, Clat, Clat, Clattery. 
G. Clotera. Yeah. And P. P. Perut. Perut. Peruta. Perta. In 2005. Please bear with me with names because names are hard to pronounce, especially things like Bracatracalopin and Bracatucadu, whatever this thing is called. Brachytrachalopin. So this is actually a bear with me dicreosaurid sauropods as typically by dicreosaurus are noted to have prominently short necks but even out of all these brachytrachalopin has the shortest this is a stark contrast to other sauropod types in other parts of the world, such as Mementosaurus and Sauroposeidon. Sauroposeidon? That sounds cool. I might do some on that. Which all show progress towards a longer neck specialization. The key explanation for short neck of for the short neck of Brachytrachalopin is that it must have evolved to fill a niche a niche a niche in the late Jurassic ecosystem of South America that was not filled by other dinosaurs, specifically ornithopods, ornithopod dinosaurs, such as Iguanodon, that are that were common in other parts of the world during the end of the Jurassic, as largely known uh, from South America. And it may have been their absence that allowed short neck di- dicreosaurids like Brachytrachalopin to thrive. Therefore, a short length of the neck suggests that Brachytrachalopin would have specialized in low to medium uh, height vegetation. So this thing probably was not feeding on the tops of trees, but was probably eating ferns growing out of the grounds, uh, water lilies sprouting in the, in the, like, in the river, uh, probably if leaves did fall to the ground, they probably did eat that. That is something that is probably very probable. If they came across a bush, they'd probably pick that clean with all the berries and stuff on it. They'd probably eat fruits that fall. Um... So it had a low hanging neck to probably because those, like I said, hadrosaurs, or I guess ornithopods, like Iguanodon, were not present in that area at the time as in as many in great numbers as they usually are. So dinosaurs like this, like Brachytrachalopin, probably did thrive. <laughs> Although the type of specimen remains are only those of partial skeletons, paleontologists have estimated the black the, the 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 blank. What am I saying? Have estimated the length of Brachytrachalopin to be around ten meters. Additionally, the fusion evidence of the fossil remains indicate that this was a fully grown individual. The skeletal remains were also found 
articulated, which means where is this going? They are in the same arrangement that they would have been in life. Something which helps to establish short proportions of the neck. Unfortunately, the remains were found already exposed, and it's quite possible that there was once more to this specimen, but with the additional remains being lost to erosion. Perhaps the most interesting area which is still missing is the skull, as without this it is impossible to infer the specific dietary preference which may have which may be connected to the short neck. So we do not actually have the skull to this thing, so you can actually know that. My guess is that it would be something like Nigerosaurus or other dry Drachiosaurus, Drachiosaurus, where they have that more duckbillish look, and they seem to think something similar to this because of those low hanging fruits, and they kind of like an in between fusion of sauropods and um ornithopods and like they said the fossils were found articulated which means that they were basically found the way they died if that makes sense so since this is the jurassic they went extinct basically in the jurassic they probably were or died walking off and then they were covered up by land and stuff so it probably fell over from like old age or something then it was covered up or it was hunted by a predator and killed and then it was covered up because it did not die during the kt extinction which is the cretaceous tertiary extinction which is when the asteroids slammed against the earth um this thing probably did not see any kind of extinction event. The remains of Brachytrachylopin were discovered by Daniel Mesa, a local shepherd, in the type special in the type species name of B. Mesia in the honor of him. But because the remains were discovered by a shepherd, it gives the imp uh, inspiration of the genus name ending with Pan, which is actually a reference to the god figure of Pan, who in Greek mythology was often depicted as being patron deity of shepherds. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Greek mythology is sometimes the most wild thing because they're just like, yeah, this is our shepherd god. He just, like, herds sheep all the time. That's just what he's doing. I I guess. Sure, to be sure. The first part of the genus names translates to as short-necked, as the full meaning of the name is short-necked pan. So, tracholacopope, what am I saying? Brachytrachylopan. Translates to short neck pan. Pan does not translate, but I guess it is like <coughs> I would say it does translate to like shepherd, but 
not to like an actual name, if that makes sense. So it does like translate, but it's not like a English to Latin translation, like short, like Braca Traca. Traca would probably be short neck and then Lopant or Traca Lat. What, what is this thing called? Brachetracula would probably mean short-necked. And then pan is just being carried over. Uh, its time period was the Tithonian of the Jurassic. Let's move this. So that is actually the end of the Jurassic period before the Cretaceous. That's the Tithonian, which was about... 152-ish to 100, 152.1 to about 145 million years ago was this gap of the Tithonian, Tithonian. Bracket track of Lopan, despite the struggle with the name, I think it is a very interesting dinosaur for the reason that it seems to be some kind of in-between of a hadrosaur and a herbivore. So if you, or not hadrosaur, ornithopod or ornithopod, hadrosaur, close enough. Where they're the in-between, kind of some kind of missing link for them, if that seems reasonable. Who knows? I mean, I, I personally like it, and I hope that they find more specimens. Uh, the specimens that they did find... were cervical or neck, dorsal back, and sacral hip vertebrate, sacral, parentheses, hip, vertebrate, ribs, and partial elements of the hip and hind limbs. So, it's a very partial beast, but... I'm really hoping that they do find more of it, including its skull, because I think this thing would have a very interesting skull. I'm going to go ahead and call out that would have a skull similar to Nigerosaurus, based on the fact that it probably has a similar build, because I'm pretty sure they're the same species or whatever. Or not species, but like genus. So I'm just saying um, they probably have a very similar like duckish head to it. But I hope that they do find the rest of this thing and that they're able to study it and put in actual reasoning and figure out all of that fun, 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 fun thing stuff. Um, but outside of the, outside of the absolutely torturous name Brachytrachalopan is a very interesting creature and I'm not even going to lie about it it's an interesting creature and I personally think it's pretty cool so yeah that was Brachytrachalopan one more time Hang on. Brachytrachalopan. Brachytrachalopan. 
I added like a little accent in there. It's bracket truck a little pun. I don't know. Um, so uh, that was bracket track a little bracket tracky little pun. I think I personally like it. Like I said, I like all of these dinosaurs. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so yeah, I'm your host Eric Crawford. This has been Prehistoric Life Podcast. Remember to check out the website for uh, basically all of the information uh, from here. You can get to the Instagram, the YouTube. Uh, check out the Instagram, of course. That's where you get additional content. Uh, recently talked about life on uh, planet Earth because that was released. I'm still kind of watching that. Uh, my personal favorite poster is this one. Um, so go check that out, too. It's a great series. Um, so I do polls, things like that, and I talk about stuff. Um, go check out the... Ooh. That's not. Go check out the YouTube because I try to upload things early on there. Early as in like a day before, but we're not going to talk about it. But um, I try to put my stuff up earlier on there. So go subscribe to that. Uh, if not, we are on. You've already found us, so clearly you know where we're at. So <laughs> you we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those places. So please go check that out and. Like I said, I'm your host, Eric Crawford. Uh, I will see you all next time for another episode of Prehistoric Life Podcast. Signing off. Remember, keep it prehistoric. Goodbye.